Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to re-you hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad podcast with Chris Finn, a production of P4S Golf. Welcome back to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad. My name is Chris Finn. I'm your host, and I am here with the star of any and all things P4S Golf, Mr. Josh Lies. Josh, how are you today, man? I am all right. Thank you for that uh, warm welcome. <laughs> Uh, this is actually our second time recording this. That's right. Uh, this is how important it is for us to share this so- solution with you to your golf game that most people have no idea even exists. We recorded this actually already yeah. and then realized the wrong mic was recording and it sounded terrible. So uh, so here Not we are. Too. This is how committed we are to yeah. you, the listener. We're, we're doing it again. important message to get at to the people. So so talk to us, Josh. Like So obviously your background, just for anyone who doesn't know Josh, um, you know, if they've been living under a rock recently... <laughs> Um, so Josh is probably the greatest golf fitness coach, golf performance coach that I've ever met. Uh, thankfully he said he'd come work with us on our team and he, if you ever get a chance, an opportunity, you're coming through Raleigh, drop in, like ask to work in a class that he's coaching. Good luck getting in it. They're usually full, but, um, he's done everything from in person to virtual. He's built a ton of the systems that we have, uh, and been a huge part of the research that we're doing. Um, in terms of getting golfers to where they need to be. So you've been around the block. You've right. done this a few thousand, 10,000 times. What is this? This was your idea for the episode. So like, yeah. what is this simplest solution that, that people really have no idea exists? Yeah, and it's it is often the, the simplest solutions can be the, the most obvious ones that people <laughs> they might not look they, for. Yeah, they, exactly. they, they're thinking they're, they're turning over every stone when yeah. it's trying, they're trying to improve golf performance. Yeah. And the main reason I... I came to realize this is because, you know, I'm a golfer as well. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to, how I can perform better. Where do I need to look? Uh, and most golfers, when we're looking at golf performance, um, there's, there's several pieces of the pie we want to want to explore one being equipment. And Mm -hmm. most people will, will turn to that first. (laughs) It's it's the one that's advertised the most. And it's like, Ooh, shiny new things. It's like, this is going to help me. Doesn't make Um, you sore. You don't need to sweat. That's right. Walk in. Swipe the card and magically you yeah, drive. Yeah. 
Uh, and I mean, there's no pain or suffering to get it. The re the return is immediate. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not to say that you know if you've got a 10 year old, 15 year old driver and you get custom fit for a new one, like you're probably going to get some gains. Um, I'll tell you what, I finally got rid of my Nike irons that were like nine years yes. old that they no longer make anymore. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what grooves do. <laughs> All of a sudden you're spinning it, it's like balls checking, it's great. Um, so yeah, equipment is definitely a, a piece of the pie when it comes to performance. Mm -hmm. um, but we also want to look at, uh, golfers will usually look towards technique next. Mm -hmm. um, so when they're trying to get better, it's like, well, I want to be more consistent with my swing. I'm going to work with an instructor, which is great. You, mm -hmm. you do want to maximize uh, technique, uh, so that your, your swing is a little more consistent, your, your dispersion or your misses get smaller so that you can, you know, have some kind of predictability in your mm -hmm. game. Um, and that's, that's really huge. But when we look at the physical characteristics of what powers those first two things, so your body is really, I mean, golf equipment manufacturers would say the golf ball is the only piece of equipment that you use on every shot, which is true to some extent, mm -hmm. but Unless you lose that it. golf ball is not a, not going to move anywhere without yeah. you swinging the club. Correct. So the physical your your body is really that fifteenth club. I mm -hmm. like to say it's it's that's that's what's in control of everything. Yeah. Um, so if you don't kind of do a, a really thorough audit of where your body's at in terms of physical characteristics, um, you are you're really shortchanging yourself on how far you can go in terms of your golf performance. Right. So I would say looking at your body. Um, Mobility would be one characteristic of, you know, the physical side. And then we're going to look at speed and power. So those two things really diving into them with a fine tooth comb is so, so important. And that first one, the mobility side often really gets overlooked. And that's where um, I came to realize this probably early on in my career, listening to people that were way smarter than me. Um, Greg Cook is physical therapist and Mike Boyle, a world renowned strength coach where we're, kind of they were probably in a bar talking one night and just just spitballing and they ended up coming up with a sort of a philosophy of movement called the joint by joint approach mm -hmm. and that was really revolutionary for me and it helped me learn how to explain the importance of mobility and stability to, to clients and golfers in a way that made sense to them and they're like oh mm -hmm. so this is why i'm having trouble doing this in my swing or this is why my back hurts all the time or um maybe they're just having trouble with everyday movements in life so yeah. Um, and, and the, the core premise of that joint by joint approach, as they call it, is that it really boils down to movement working in an alternating pattern of stable segments and mobile joints. So I'll say that again, your body's designed to work in an alternating pattern of stable segments and mobile joints. If that pattern is disrupted, then compensation, dysfunction, and usually injury and injury and pain are going to be a result. So we have to make sure that is first and foremost when we're looking at the golf. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess talk to me, or explain, you know, I guess to me, but also to the, <laughs> yeah. the person listening, what is like, we say joint by joint, like mm -hmm. which, which joints? Right. So typically I, I like to start from the ground up. <laughs> um, some people will start from the top down, but I usually start from the ground up because golf is a, it's a, Kind of like a good golfer swing starts from the ground up. Exactly. And Bobby, I'm going to, I'm going to roast him a little bit. <laughs> he's out, he's out here a bunch, but our director of research, if you guys haven't listened to him already, super smart guy, but he definitely, uh, sometimes will start from the top down right. his yeah. golf swing. And maybe his neck ends up a little sore <laughs> as a result, but, exactly. um, yeah, like, so from the ground up golf is you are controlling the club with your arms and hands, but the force that comes, comes through that club basically starts from you pushing against the ground. And if you've got a stable trunk, then you can generate that force through the body. But from the ground, 
if we look at your your feet, your feet are really designed to be a stable platform mm -hmm. uh, to work from, so that you've got some stability there. Think of them as you know tires on the road. Yeah. You really want to be able to grab the ground. The next thing that needs to be able to move, so we go stable, then we go mobile. We look at your ankle joint. It's not a true ball and socket, but there's so many bones in there that make up that joint. It should mm -hmm. be able to move in multiple planes of motion. Right. So that's how you can load into one foot and then push off into the other yeah. one. So those ankles need to be able to rotate mm -hmm. a fair bit. Next joint up is your knee. It's a straight hinge joint, really. I usually say the knees and the elbows are more like the hinges on a door. They just mainly work in one plane of motion. Right. So that's a stable joint. It's fairly fixed in terms of the directions it's supposed to move. Yeah. You get too much rotation in the knee, that's when you get a lot of overuse. Yeah. The next joint up or the segment, next segment up is your hip socket. And that's a straight ball and socket joint. It's just designed, it's engineered for a ton of mobility and movement mm -hmm. in all planes of motion. It's, so it's just designed to be mobile. Then the next segment up, we've got your, your lower back and pelvis. And you, people will usually call that their core. That's designed to be very stable. So that's why people will do a lot of stability work. Uh, so it shouldn't move a ton. Like it, we should get some some flexion and extension out of it, but it's not really, it's not designed to rotate. And that's right. where a lot yeah. of golfers will unfortunately use that lower back to rotate. Yeah. Which I think people so don't understand that what's always was fascinating to me is or where I was the first time I heard it. I went and looked it up, but like literally the entire lumbar spine, if you added every single L1, L2, L3, L4, L5 to S1, every single one of those joints in total only would be able to provide technically like 13 degrees of rotation. All of them combined. All yeah. of them combined. And then yeah. and you look at like, I was on, uh, I was talking to somebody and they were like talking about on tour, how they were looking at shoulder turn, which is right. actually obviously spinal turn yeah. <laughs> on TV last weekend. They're like, Oh, look, this guy gets to 97 degrees turn. This guy gets to 118 mm -hmm. degrees turn. It's like, so 118 degrees, only 13 of that should come from your low back. Right. Like, I wonder why people have back issues because they try to exactly. overuse that area. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's because the hips probably don't don't rotate enough. So yep. your body has to make it up somewhere. Yep. Uh, and once we go from that lower back, that should be a stable segment. We've got your your again, your thoracic spine or your mid spine, your trunk, essentially a torso. That's, I usually tell people that's, if you think of a spring, it should be able to bend and twist like yeah. a slinky. You can yeah. move it in all directions. Like it should be very mobile. Right. Um, and then we go out to the extremities, your shoulder, it's kind of a complicated joint because it's two kind of parts, like the shoulder girdles where your, your shoulder blade sits on your, your upper back mm -hmm. and rib cage. That's, that, that part should be relatively stable, kind of elevates, depresses, moves forward mm -hmm. and back a little bit. But then that shoulder socket where your arm attaches to that shoulder blade should be, again, that's sort of a ball and socket, but it should be very mobile. Yeah. Then your elbows, that hinge, it should be stable. Wrist should be really mobile. And then your hand or grip should be quite stable. Yeah. So again, if you don't have stability where you are supposed to have it in those stable segments and you don't have mobility in those joints, the, the most common example for us is a lack of internal rotation in that lead hip um, or the trail hip leads to a lot of excess movement at the pelvis and lumbar spine, mm -hmm. which should be stable, but it's trying to make up for that lack of movement in the hips and sometimes the trunk as well. So it's caught between, a, I will tell people, you're literally, your your lower back's caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. And it's, it's just trying to <laughs> yeah. do the best it can and it, it ends up side bending and twisting yeah. and rotating and all of a sudden after playing 18 holes, you're, <laughs> you're done for two I always days. call the low back, it's the friendly neighbor. Yeah. who's willing yeah. to help out, help out, help out. And eventually it helps out one too many times. It's like, yeah. Forget you. I'm not, not yeah. you can't have any more butter. I'm not coming to help you move that chair. That's right. <laughs> it just throws up its hands. I'm hurt. I'm done. I was actually, uh, I knew we were going to talk about this today and I was 
so I was driving home from the gym and I was all sweaty. And so I like mm. put the back, my the seat, I put it all the way down so I wouldn't like get it all sweaty. Yeah. I forgot to ch- change the shirt. So I'm driving and thinking of stable mobile. And yeah. normally if you're sitting in your chair, like you're driving right now, think of like you're sitting in your chair, your steering wheel, consider that the mobile joint. Yeah. Right. Your seat provides you the stability. So then it's very easy to drive. You can move that mm-hmm. steering wheel wherever you want. Yeah. Well, if you put your back, like literally right now, no, hopefully we can't get in trouble. Yeah. With this, but put your, put your back seat, put the back of your seat like all the way flat. So you have to like hold yourself up and yeah. now try, and then you're going to have to use your steering wheel basically to like create some yeah. stability. So now you're using the mobile thing Car's to create some stability. A it's a little bit. harder to drive, right? All of a sudden being, it's harder to control the mobility mm-hmm. um, because you took away the stability that the, that the chair was giving you. Right. And so, I'm driving like, ah, oh, this is kind of a cool analogy. Yeah. Like that if someone's listening to the podcast, they can literally do this right now. Now, total disclaimer, I'm not telling you to yeah. do it. Try it maybe <laughs> when you're parked somewhere yes. safe. But it was just a cool analogy as I'm like driving down the road and I'm like, wow, it's if I have to turn, it's like actually harder yeah. versus if I'm laid like leaning back, I can just, you know, mm-hmm. spin the wheel whichever way I need to spin it. Yeah. So having that stability where you need it is super, super important. Oh, and it got to it got me thinking, and this is I think what a lot of people don't realize is if you don't have the control, particularly of those mobile joints, right? Yeah. So I always think of the pyramid, right? You got to have the mobility on the yeah. bottom. And then the next step, you got to have the stability. You got to yeah. you got to have the control, motor control of that neurologically mm-hmm. be able to control the joints. If you don't have the motor control, let's say of your hip, the number one thing your body will do is get rid of the mobility and lock it down. Yeah. So now there's less total mobility to control. So it's easier. Yeah. Right. So the more kind of motor control you have, the more stability you have around that joint, the easier it is to move it around. And, yeah. and that to me was like the seat, like when I flattened the seat down, I like took away my motor control. Yeah. And then I was like hanging on for dear life on the steering wheel to try to make turns. Like, yeah. especially if like I was messing around with it. So you like, you know, you accelerate hard and it like push, wants to push you back. Yeah. And you don't have a seat. So you're like holding on to the steering wheel to yeah. keep it up there. And if it's coming around a turn, so like keeping the car in a straight line, yeah. probably a, yeah. a, a, a yeah. do this in an empty parking lot with no cars around yeah. you. It's actually kind of a cool little experiment, but it gives you a sense of, Hey, if I remove stability, yeah, my mo- I'm going to want to restrict the mobility of the yeah. steering wheel in order to help stabilize me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just kind of a cool, you know, today yeah. analogy. Exactly. And, and I think some people will have really good stability in the areas where it should be like if people will do planks and you know a lot of core work and say i got to work on my core to keep my lower back safe mm-hmm. which is great yeah. but if you do core work but neglect the mobility below and above the core so if your trunk doesn't turn enough and your hips don't rotate enough when you go to swing that golf club your body wants to make a full turn it's got to rotate so if you can't rotate from your hips and your trunk your your core which is strong is going to say you know what i'm going to get a full back swing and i want to I want to get some speed here. So I'm going to let go of some of that stability because I can't rotate and just we'll, we'll get them. We'll be the helpful neighbor and yeah. get that movement. And then your lower back pays the price. Yeah. So that's, it's, that's the classic example of, you know, not being mobile in the right spots. But I think a great illustration too, is people that going on from mobility and stability, the people that maybe they don't have the, the physical strength, right? And they don't they don't have the the horsepower to actually support what they're trying to do. The classic example would be maybe the person who's like a, a low handicap or scratch golfer, and that they're actually maybe their mobility's not too bad, but they're they're severely underpowered in terms of what what they can how much force they can physically produce. So mm-hmm. their their horsepower is limited, 
And but they've kind of figured out through technique, which is a great avenue to explore, but they've they've maxed out their technique mm -hmm. and they don't have the the physical strength or power to support that technique. So they're they're pretty much they've got that car. I love car analogies, but yeah. but the the car is pretty much at the red line every time they swing mm -hmm. because they're you know, they can only jump like four inches off the yeah. ground. They can <laughs> they can throw the ball maybe 10, 12 feet. Yeah. So those, again, the, for those of you that haven't listened before, like our two key power metrics are going to be that vertical jump, that, which measures how much force you can put down through the ground. It's a key, key performance indicator. And our seated chest pass with the medicine ball measures how much force you can express through the arms. If you are limited, in your, that's essentially how much horsepower you have as a golfer. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done enough research to know if you throw the ball this far and you jump this high, okay, you're probably driving around in a you know six or an eight cylinder car. You got decent power. Mm -hmm. But if your vertical jump's really low and your seated chest pass isn't very far, oh, well, you're probably driving around in a like four cylinder 89 Toyota mm -hmm. Corolla. Yeah. But when you say you're swinging 102 miles an hour, you're, you're, you've got that, you got that in every swing. Yeah. the red line, like you said before, maybe you're hitting the, maybe you've installed the aftermarket yeah. NOS kit <laughs> and you've got that. Fast and Furious you're, reference. You're driving the car faster than it's really designed to go. Correct. Right. Yeah. So your, your body needs to be able to support the speed that you're swinging. Mm -hmm. yep. So after mobility and stability, we, we definitely need enough strength and power to support the, the move that you want to make in your swing. Right. So if you're looking to gain speed, that is a, a huge area that needs to be explored. Yeah, I think that's, you know, I think the, what, to your point, the better golfer, single digit scratch player who has optimized lag and, mm. you know, P5 is great. Like their timing is good. Yeah. So they've, I think that's always one of the most fascinating things that for me, as we've done all the research has been yeah, physically, somebody shouldn't be able to swing that fast. Right. <laughs> but they're able to, they're able to leverage the skill level that they have in the game of golf to get that club moving faster. Yeah. And then you have, now you have this object moving faster than the body is actually capable of, you know, right. sustaining for a long period of time. I think, yeah, think of that for your first, listen right now, think of your first car and floor it, every single time around every corner you may get around the first couple <laughs> yeah but eventually it's gonna end end poorly and i think that's where we see the injury rates that we do see of yeah of people driving cars that are they're wishing they were a higher model better suspension yeah. <laughs> um when in reality they're they're just not yeah. there yeah and a golf rule like like we said will We'll try and trade up on, on the equipment side. They'll try and trade up and, and level up on the technique They'll side. They'll get some cool rims put on exactly, there. They'll exactly. get a new paint but, job. <laughs> but at the engine and the suspension, which I'll equate to, you know, strength and mobility yeah. and, and then uh, strength, mobility and power, that's essentially your engine, your suspension, all those things that keep the car on the road and, and power it. That's all going to be essentially the most important thing. So like, let's not get distracted by the shiny objects and make sure your body is, is actually fit to do what it's supposed to in the golf swing. hundred yeah. percent. Josh, thanks so much, man. This is a uh, hopefully eye opening for all of you listening of the, really the simplest thing uh, that you need to be looking at is, is do you have that mobility and do you have the strength and, and the, uh, the power numbers to support yeah. uh, how fast you're actually going. And I think that's, we'll definitely make sure we link to the, uh, the safe speed uh, calculator yes. that we have, as well as the home assessment below. Uh, definitely check out, uh, we haven't talked a ton about the safe speed calculator that we do have for all of you. Um, it's totally free. Click on it. it basically, you, you put in your physical metrics uh, based on the tests, and it'll tell you how fast 
you, your body, you know, based on from a physical perspective, how fast you can should be swinging. should be safely swinging. Yeah. So if you're uh, swinging over that, chances are right. if you're not if you're not stiff and sore, you you probably will be if you keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. Without well, addressing what we just talked. I think about. one of my favorite stories of that is uh, Dennis Paulson. He's uh, mm-hmm. one of the hosts yeah. of uh, Inside the Ropes on PJ Tour Radio. When he started, we were working with him. He he did the testing. He was swinging about 108 to 110. And when he did the testing, his safe speed was like 92. And his number one complaint was how bad his back hurt, how even if he did yard work, he was laid out for a day or two. And the cool thing is as he's worked with us, Mm -hmm. his speed, I think maybe has gone up one or two miles an hour, hasn't moved a ton. But the big thing is that difference between where he's swinging and that safe speed is pretty much leveled out. Yeah. And now he can play. Now all of a sudden he's like, okay, well, maybe I do want to swing faster. Maybe I do want to play more golf. Right. And so now he can go do yard work. He can go play multiple days in a row without pain. And and that's just truly just simply a nature of closing the gap between where your body is able to handle and where you're wanting to drive your car. Yeah, Um, exactly. So, yeah, he upgraded his suspension. He upgraded his engine. Uh, He probably got the paint job and the the rims too, right? Like get the new clubs and all all that fun, fancy stuff. But um, if we don't take care of the, of the core components, uh, there's going to be breakdown. So uh, hopefully we diffused a few, uh, you know, little, little ticking time bombs that are listening out there. Uh, Josh, thanks so much for, for being here with Anytime, us. Man. Uh, if you guys enjoyed that. Josh is everywhere on social media, on our YouTube channels, uh, our, our on demand, our private coaching virtually. Uh, so definitely check out anytime you get a chance to to connect and listen to Josh, uh, I highly recommend you do so. One of the smartest guys in the industry. So thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Anytime. Thanks, awesome. guys. Awesome, guys. We'll see. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the time. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Digital trends show up every day in business decisions and actions. West Monroe is the number one strategic partner translating technology into financial value for companies. The This Is Digital podcast applies West Monroe's two decades of secrets and best practices to your business's benefit. Favorite past topics from the last three seasons include how AI and the next generation of employees are shaping the workplace, becoming a product company, Highmark's journey, and what does it mean to put the customer first? Learn more at westmonroe.com. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.